Hey everyone, welcome back to Out of Focus, uh, a podcast where we bring you clarity through obscurity. And I'm the false dragon, Eric Diaz, and today I'm joined by uh, the Watcher of the Seals, uh, the Flame of Tarvalon, uh, Nick Farr. Nick, I, I, <laughs> how's it I'm, going? I feel like I have to give you a wedgie. Uh, if you haven't caught on already, today we're going to be talking about the Wheel of Time and sports, which is two completely and totally <laughs> disparate things, uh, but they feel nice together. Uh, but first, uh, Nick, it's it's been a while since I've talked to you. How's your week? How are you doing? Uh, it's been it's been a pretty good week. Uh, some, I mean, there's always the things you know, the up and downs with work. But uh, one thing that, uh, and you already know this, but I just got a crazy opportunity that I am pursuing. Uh, I was I was just uh, contacted this week by a university out here about maybe becoming an adjunct on their God. faculty. Professor Professor Farr. Oh my God. Yeah, Jesus. I I I, I feel so. <laughs> I'm not worthy. How old are you again? <laughs> Twenty seven. Are you going to wear tweed jackets and have little leather elbow patches? Dude, I would wear that anyway. I mean, you need to now. You that, have an excuse. No, like, I I want <laughs> to look like I'm in my 60s. Uh, done. Do it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I look already, right? <laughs> you dress classy. I like the way you look. You guarantee it? I, I guarantee it. Men's Warehouse. We hire felons. What? What? You, yeah, yeah, it's actually a nice thing. Uh, I made a joke out of that, but the men's warehouse dude, if I remember right, he himself uh, may have done some jail time. Somebody correct me out there because I'm talking out my ass. Uh, but they have a policy where they'll kind of like look the other way in regards to your criminal record so that, you know, people who've been to prison can get back on their feet and stuff. Oh, isn't that heartwarming? Yeah, it is heartwarming. Wow. Uh, no, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that's super fucking exciting about your potential professorship. What do you call that? Adjunctness? Adjunctness. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's the right word. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of exciting. I don't know how I uh, will do with the, with the kids, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that what? They'll probably be... Uh, like three years younger than I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a grad program, so they might be older than I am. Yeah, which that's Jesus. that's a weird dynamic too, right? <laughs> uh, have you ever have you taught before? And what's that shit like? Uh, yeah, in a way. Um, <clears throat> I did I did some adjunct work as like a music instructor, but that was like for private one-on-one lessons for a, oh. a university and then I did I did pseudo teach a course when I was a graduate assistant um <laughs> but I wasn't like full-blown you know I wasn't like lecturing it was kind of more like a lab I guess you'd call it huh I was like working with students on stuff uh so I mean there's a little bit of experience but this would be my first full-blown Here's my PowerPoints, and you're going <laughs> to listen to me talk and take notes. Oh, my God. Are you going to quiz them? Are you going to do pop quizzes? Are you going to be that guy? No. No, not at all. So as an adjunct, yeah. uh, and maybe you don't have all the details. I don't. Um, but, but do you kind of have control over how the class is structured and the material? or? Well, that's what I'm finding out is a really... It can really kind of go either way, depending on what they want. So I'm finding out that some of them have like a set syllabus, like this is what's happening and you just need to execute it. And there are others that are come from nothing, like you should craft the course <laughs> uh, and write the syllabus. And it seems like this one is much more of the former, but it seems like I have some I have some control over uh, edits and modifications like the general That's... thing is supposed to be the same but it seems like i can fool around with what i want but man that's enough about that how's your week going 
Uh, good. I don't have anything exciting to report. I did work. I, I did. I cooked at home. I did all the things I was supposed to do. Um, so man, you were in, a in, consistent member of your household. Yeah, a consistent member of my household and a contributing member to society. I pay my taxes. Wow. Yeah, look at me, a real American hero. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> yeah, uh, not like a couple of years ago. Now, no, for no, sure. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So we were we were talking about uh, you. You'd brought up this idea of uh, this book. You asked me if I had heard about it, and I had no. Oh Wait, god. what? I just got a weird text message oh yeah tell me about that what is that oh okay okay this is so actually it's a this is part two i got i got a text from a random uh, number i I have no idea it's the area code uh that my phone's from so it's somebody back in utah probably (laughs) it's an 801 number oh everybody Uh, in the 801 here we go shout out this is you (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to read the number, but it says, so I got this on Friday. Hey lady, can you come tomorrow night? And then there's a hand emoticon of twisted, like crossing your fingers. I'm getting everyone's birth charts already for the fun event. What? Do you, do you know your birth date, city, and time? Obviously it's 10-14, but that's all I have, smiley face. XOXOXO Alley. Birth charts? That seems like, uh, I don't know why, but that seems either like a super Mormon thing. So one, that could be a Utah thing for sure. Oh, yeah. This reads or two, Utah. two, that could be a really interesting phishing scam trying to get your like birth information. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I didn't think about that approach. Yeah. Right? Oh, they're like trying like, to do the also, like, hey girl, <laughs> like, like they're doing like a multi-level marketing, you know, like, <laughs> hey queen. <laughs> we need your birth chart. <laughs> they're they're making birth charts. Oh my uh, god! Also, if you could yeah. give us the street you grew up on, the name of your first pet, and your mother's maiden name, we'll be able to tell you the year that you will die. <laughs> um, and then okay, so I just got this. I I didn't answer because number one, I don't care. And good boy. And then I just got this back. It's the same person. I never, so I never answered, so there's just another message from them in our little thread. <laughs> it says, I am so happy you came last night. Three exclamation points. I, all caps, loved seeing you. It seriously made my whole night. XOXOXO Alley. So you text somebody. They don't answer. They come to your party. You text. You're like, oh, I'm just going to text them again. And they never gave me the information that I wanted. Yeah. like That's fucking weird. It's a weird thing, right? I don't know. Also, anyway. it seems vaguely sexual just because of the coming and, and came and all that shit. So, I don't know about you. But that sounds a, like a I'm feeling like that's intro. a stretch on that one. But, hey. I don't know, man. <laughs> Get the it. way people uh, with the Tinder generation, everything is sexual. The t- is that what we're calling them? The Tinder generation? Fucking millennials ruining sex. We're, we're millennials. <laughs> I know. I'm what? ruining sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I take responsibility. Yeah, I totally. I accept what I've done to the world. Shut. Give me did my you, avocado Did you toast. hear that? Oh yeah. The yeah ran- yep. The there, kitty cat. There's the cat. And there's the cat. He's... He's your- there's his first uh, it, uh, what, what interruption. That's the word but I couldn't think of. of the he day. loves you, so. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. He's so he's a cute kitty cat. No, no, <laughs> he's just full he's of malice, a bad Mr. Kitty. <laughs> malice and hate. <laughs> um. Anyways, so nerd books. I'm assuming these nerd are books. nerd books based on because I know nothing <laughs> about them, and your introduction just made me feel like i was playing D, um which oh. i've never done yeah so let me uh drop some knowledge on you um these okay. books are high fantasy novels okay 
there. Yeah. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings. Picture the same. Okay, that. Okay, okay. Uh, there and you said are books. Fourteen of them. What? No, 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 no. Do you want to guess the average word count? Fourteen. Guess the average word count. Wait, and this is this is like is it like a solid storyline or they're tangential? I mean, yes, all all of the above. Uh huh. Oh God, I don't know word count, but uh, maybe because I I I don't think I've ever measured a book in word count. (laughs) Maybe just by number of pages. God, please don't tell me these are like four and five hundred. Uh, they're more like six and seven hundred. Jesus so. Christ! And there's fourteen of these things. The average length of words in those books is three hundred thousand words, which which is around six seven hundred pages. Oh my God! I was going to say reading them. <laughs> I've been reading them yearly since I was like fourteen. How fast can you knock one of those bitches out? Uh, if I'm really dedicated, probably like a week or two. You know. Oh man! Can you speed read? No, I've just, just read them enough time. times. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I've read them enough times where I'm just like, yeah, I get the, I know where we're at. This is a map now. I'm not even reading the words. The story, un- it's like reading Rainbow. You know what I mean? The story comes to life and unfolds before my eyes. Reading Rainbow. Um, reading Rainbow. I don't want to get sued. So <laughs> the, okay, so they've, you've, you've read these multiple times then all 14 oh yeah multiple multiple times well see the thing is the last book came out in when the fuck was it like 2013 maybe so recently the last book came out recently oh okay six years ago so i've been i every time a new book came out i would reread the series essentially uh okay so you sort of i remember doing that with like the harry potter books as they came out yeah, just like the, those pussy Harry Potter books. Whoa. The low level. Get Whoa. Out of here. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, I still don't have the sound effect. Son of a bitch. Um, I'm lazy. Uh, yeah, I remember doing that, which, by the way, uh, listeners were old enough that I remember when they, they were coming out. Yeah, you had to I wait remember, for the next book. I remember a time without Harry Potter. I remember the satanist witchcraft trauma that came out because of harry potter that's right oh i i forgot about that part where every everyone was losing their marbles of like it's the devil yeah it's your kids are gonna go straight to hell because they communed with satan through nerdy harry potter books so all of you that read harry potter we're going to hell together written by a british lady yeah the most hellish of people right (laughs) Her and her crumpets of doom. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking also, tangent, uh, J.K. Rowling and Mm -hmm. all the edits she does to her stories post-writing the books. What the hell, dude? Now, I'm not too hip to all of these, um, but, I mean, I've heard of, like, the big ones, you know, like, Dumbledore's gay, and uh, that's the only one I think I can Have you heard the most recent one? No. Uh, okay, well, the most recent one that I th- in my circles people have talked about is um, what did wizards do before they adopted indoor plumbing, before indoor plumbing was even a thing? Oh, no. Know, I guess? No. Yeah, they, they, would just, they would just take a shit anywhere they were, just like letting it fall like animals, and then magic it away. Okay. <laughs> okay. I imagine myself like being on the train. You know, I'm I'm like yeah. s- sitting on the A train here in New York, yeah. just like, all right, time to just drop buckle trowel. down, <laughs> just drop it right there, and then zaboop. So, what do you, and, all right. Uh, what do you think the spell? Uh, what's the spell? Zippity zoopity, make my poopity go away, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit like that, right? Fecal no mora. Exactly. See, you went with the more Latin route, which which is good. Good job. Yeah. Um, but that's my uh, gripe with J.K. Rowling. And in my view, uh, like a part of the plot of Harry Potter was wizards all being like, oh, muggles are lesser because they can't magic. Fucking wizards shitting where they stand and magicking it away. No, 
No, no, no, no. We now know who's the underdeveloped uh, group, okay? Who's lesser? Exactly. Uh, where I thought you were going to go with that uh, was that they just, like, they're they're ready to go. And then they just say some sort of spell, and it disappears out of their intestines. See, that would be more magical to me, right? Just like, it's gone now. I don't even have to relieve myself. You don't, you don't have to. But yeah. no, it was after the fact. So thank you, J.K. Rowling, for letting us know how wizards shit. You know, she's trying to build a world, okay? Speaking of world building, um, segues... This fucking book that I talked about, Wheel of Time, uh, is the most world buildiest of world builds I've ever read in my life. Okay, so tell us, uh, like, we know nothing about it. I'm saying we because I'm speaking for the listeners because nobody, yeah. nobody's read this. Uh, no. Give us, uh, it's 14 books, I'm scared to even ask. Like, give us, give us the general gist. Okay, super broad strokes. I'm going to try to Which was my nickname broad. in college. Hey, um, I hit women. Um, no, just, I just realized like what that. I just realized what that phrase sounded like. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm so wow. glad you laughed over that, so it can't be sampled. Um, That's so good. I couldn't. I just couldn't. Oh, so I don't even. So the plot of the story, the very first book. Let's start there. Is there's th- three fucking youths. From a place called the Two Rivers. Okay. Small podunk farming village, right? Real original name. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the Two Rivers in Emmonsfield or whatever you want to call it. Um, And suddenly a mysterious magic lady appears. And she's like, hey, I'm looking for uh, three guys or a couple guys maybe that are blah, 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 blah. Right? Because there's some crazy prophecy about somebody being born somewhere who's going to be the dragon reborn. Okay. The so, very best, like no one yeah. ever was. Uh, the dragon, Luz Theron Kinslayer, was Wh- once upon a time. One more time. Luz Theron Kinslayer, or if you want his real last name, Luz Theron Telamon. All right. Uh, this is uh, for memory. Okay. 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 Uh, he was the most magicy of magic people, right? He was like the the guy. He was our guy, uh, and. There's an evil force in the world known as the Dark One. Of course, another super original name. That's what they call him. His real name is Shaitan. Kind of like Satan. And he'll fuck your shit up if you say his real name, though. So, so he's him. the one who uh, cannot be named. Exactly. He's, he shall not be named. Um, but they, they opened up a hole, essentially, in, into hell. Into Satan's prison. And now he's kind of like leaking his Satan juice everywhere and making things evil. Satan juice. Uh, yeah. So uh, the magic guy and his hundred companions are like, fuck, we need to seal this place up. And they wanted women's help to seal the hole in Satan's prison. But women were like, fuck that. Uh, and, you know, this was all during like a giant fucking war. Tons of people dying. And this was like their last ditch plan. We're going to go seal this prison. Uh, he does it, but in a shitty way. And the counterstroke for Satan was that he tainted the male half of the source. It's called the source. Uh, and the source is where people get their magic from, essentially. All right, all right, all right. So there's background. Anyway, uh, thousands or hundreds of years later or whatever, he's supposed to be reborn because Satan's prison is coming apart and he's going to have to be killed, sealed, whatever you want again, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the story. Okay. Right? And it goes from there. It follows the dragon reborn and his exploits and everything happening essentially near the end of the world, which they call Tarmon Gaidon, which is kind of like a take on Armageddon. You know, Sounds like a good uh, Thai restaurant. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but that's that's like the, the overall... It's good versus evil. It's, you know, dude... Uh, coming of age story it figures out he's this motherfucker reborn uh and it, it gets dark because he uses his magic powers and he starts going insane and uh last dude the reason loose theron kinslayer is named kinslayer is because he went insane and killed his whole family like everybody like all 50 of his family members everybody he's ever loved he killed them all 
because he went insane. So. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, that yeah. name makes sense. <laughs> Kinslayer. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, pretty much all the dudes that could ever do magic, and it's called channeling. By the way, that's what it is. Channeling like your magic. Yeah. Uh, because you you weave uh one of the five I don't know powers I guess. There's earth, air, water, fire, and spirit. I was going to okay. say, the fifth is fucking love, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's spirit. Less spirit. campy, but still campy. All right, all right. Uh, but yeah, there's so much to unpack with these goddamn books. Um, let me read you off some stats real quick. All right. So we talked about median word count per book, and that's about 300,000. I think the one that has the most is like 400,000. So... I think I remember reading like a thousand page book. I think. Good God. Yeah, he fucking goes nuts with it. Um, the first book was published in 1990. The last one was published in 2013. So 20 years in the making. Wow. Um, cranking them out. So with that in mind, I kind of want you to guess how long it would take to listen to like all the audio. All like, the audio books. Oh, I... Oh, I, that was my next question is, do they have them in an audiobook? which... Of course they do. Of course. Um, geez. I have no idea. It seems like one book. It's got to be like 40 hours a book, right? Uh, Probably. That's, that might be a good guess. Oh, we have no numbers to check this? <laughs> well, I have a total. I don't have oh. a per book. Well, let let's math. I can't math, so because I'm a musician, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a calculator here. <laughs> Professor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And there's 16 of these bitches. There are 14 books, and there's a prequel, as well as well as like two companion novels, a soundtrack, a video game, a board game. I think there's a lot of shit. So. Oh God. Okay, so yeah. if if. That's sort of the average is 40 hours. That would make the total around 560. Hours? Yes. Okay, divide that by 24 and you'll get your days. Oh, God. Uh, okay. 22 and a half days? That's actually pretty close. Uh, it'll take you 19 days, 5 hours, and 25 minutes. Oh my god. So yeah, like taking the idea of a 40-hour work week. If you were sitting in your cubicle <laughs> and you listened to that all day, every day, you would maybe get through a book a week, which is the speed which you motherfucker just said you got through these books. Yeah, so as a teenager I didn't have friends, so you know, reading. <laughs> We just unpacked a lot more right there than and we did. We did. Uh, we're gonna go deep with this. <laughs> uh, it all so, which started, character did uh, you connect with? Oh my god! Uh, as a kid, I really liked Perrin because he's a blacksmith who can essentially commune with wolves. He's cool as fuck. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like yeah. there's a lot of metal songs written about that kind of guy. He's essentially Thor. The fucking book, he plays so much with mythology, like Hindu and Norse and European mythology. There's a guy who uh, lost an eye and was hung from a tree, and he like knows everything about battle now, which, if you're familiar with Norse mythology, which I'm is kind of like... Uh, <laughs> okay, so Odin, the Allfather. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he nailed his eye to the Tree of Knowledge, right, in order to like get knowledge. Uh, same thing with this guy, sort of. He didn't nail his eye, but he lost his eye. He hung, he was hung from a tree. He almost died. He knows shit. So there's a good Odin parallel there. So Okay, okay. Lots Little, of mythology. Yeah. You know, this is just hitting in uh, my member berries that <laughs> when, when, when I was a, a young lad, I read a lot of... I, okay, maybe not a lot, but I read some of the fantasy books, too. Um, but I, I was unaware of this series, but it just, it seriously just sparked a memory of one that I was really into, but they did not have that many. I think there were maybe yeah. six, but tell me, tell me your secret, uh, nerd fantasy books. <laughs> All right. I will. I will. But it's by an author that has a whole bunch of them, uh, 
different series. Uh, Terry Brooks. Oh. Right? Yeah. Terry yeah. Brooks. Yeah, which I know my dad was super into a bunch of his series. Like, the, what is it? The Sword and Shannara or something? I think there's a Sword TV show. Shannara. Yeah, that one. Uh, I think there's a TV series of that now. And it sucked Donkey Dick. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was on, I think it was on MTV, and people were fucking pissed. What What was so shitty? It was on MTV. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, no that's, that's uh, a fair answer. I'm going to look this up. Sword. Listen to that mechanical keyboard. Oh, uh, he's TV hacking into the mainframe. Review. Uh, um, it has, on Metacritic, it has a 52% uh, like rating. 52%. Mm-hmm. Uh, user score is 6.6. 6. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are like, this sucked shit. So it wasn't well received, and I don't know if they ever, like, finished it. Oh, okay. I know there's a which, bunch of books. Which makes me nervous, because you have um, Game of Thrones, you know, which kicks ass in production value and story and shit, and that's how mm-hmm. fantasy books should be done. And uh, Sony has optioned... Uh, the Wheel of Time series. I think Amazon is producing it right now. Oh, so you're going to get to see your creation. It's Not your creation. Me. My yeah. nerd boner on screen. Yeah. 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 It's nerve wracking because it is a story that's uh, near and dear to my heart. And I'm afraid they're going to fuck it up. Well, they like to do that. They do like to do that. Huh. All right. Well, oh, do, is there a timeline for that? Are we going to see it next year or this a few uh, years out? That's a good question. Um, I Today, while I was Googling stuff, because I don't remember anything, I read, I saw something, I think, where the director for Stranger Things is going to be directing the first two episodes or some shit. So well, that's not a bad start. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, okay. This could be all right. So yeah, I'm hoping you might be okay. I'm hoping it's the next Game of Thrones, except it's not as dark because George George R R Martin is a fucked up individual. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say how many floppy wieners? Uh, none. As fl- there's no wieners, floppy wieners, floppy wieners, floppy wieners. There's none of that. No floppy wieners. All right. Well, I'm out. No. Um, I do think. I do think uh, that the author Robert Jordan. You know, God rest his soul, because he's dead now. He died in 2007. He didn't get to finish the series, by the Wait, way. Wait, then who the fuck wrote the books? <clears throat> My second nerd writer, and uh, I've read all of this motherfucker's books as well, uh, Brandon Sanderson, who is a Utah native, by the way. Oh. He teaches a creative writing course at BYU. Gross. But he, <laughs> he finished the books, and he did a pretty good job. He changed the tone of a couple of characters, but he did he did good. He did really good. All right. So picking yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, finished in 2013. They're going to have stuff now on video. It's going to be interesting. We'll see how that goes. So fucking Wheel of Time. And I haven't even talked about like Rand and Matt and Perrin or Moraine or the Aes Sedai or all the different fucking factions in the fucking book. Okay. It's a it's a matriarchal society now because all the dudes who could do magic went insane and died. And if you are born and you can do magic, you're going to go insane and die. Except the Red Aja, okay? It's a group of ladies who uh, make dudes stop channeling and they gentle you. Meaning they cut you off from the true source. Meaning that you become real sad and die. So, there you Broad strokes. Wow. All There's right. literally... I can't. I, I th- as soon as... <laughs> I feel like I'm listening to Stephen Colbert talk about the Silmarillion. <laughs> like where it you're feels like, like that. yeah, uh, you people stuff and yeah. things. Uh, oh, another little fun um, tidbit. I want you, and I like this game a lot, so I'm going to make you try to guess how many named characters there are in these 19 days worth of books. Oh fuck you! Uh, oh, well, like. It's got to be named characters in that many books. Seems like it's got to be. I'm just gonna like ballpark a thousand. Yeah. Um, it's more like two thousand eight hundred and seventy-two. Jesus, how are you? Sp- you're going to need to be like. 
you know the episode and it's always oh, sunny always where Charlie Day <laughs> has like uh, his his madness map like that is what you would have to maintain to keep people up people have done that people are like this character and they they pepe Sylvia all over the place with these fucking characters. Oh, is that so. the reference from It's Always Sunny? Yeah. Pepe, Pepe. Sylvia. Oh, yeah. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> I couldn't remember. There is no Pepe. <laughs> Charlie Day, man. It it fits. It fits. You would you would really need to do that. Well, like the the one that uh I was I was mentioning, the the Terry Book Brooks one. It wasn't yeah, yeah. the sword, uh there was another series, and I think my dad just handed me this book when I was a kid. Um, it was called, again, great title here, Magical Kingdom for Sale, Sold. <laughs> uh, wow. Tell me more about that. Now, I'm trying to think of how many books. I think there were five, and one came out relatively recently. I think like the past five years. Um, yeah, so, but the, the essential storyline of that one is a rich dude who I think was a lawyer in basically like a New York kind of situation. Right. Not married, uh, unhappy, all the, just rich and bored. He sees an ad in, uh, in, a uh, like a magazine for you can buy a magical kingdom for a shit ton of oh, money. Oh, all right. And so he decides, yeah, this is full of shit. I'm going to, but it'll be fun. I'll go. And it ends up being real. Like, but the people <laughs> that sell it to him, it's a, it's like a, it's a conspiracy, like sort of scam. Like they're just sort of scamming money out of people. He realizes he's like the 15th person to buy the oh kingdom to become the king. So like all the people in this magical kingdom are like, yeah, fuck you. You're like the 15th king. You're going to leave in like a week. And, <laughs> and yeah, it's just kind of about that. It's a, so I, I looked it up cause I like the internet and yeah. there are, there are six books by the way. Uh, did you read the most recent one that came out in 2009? Maybe that might, I remember cause that's, when I found out that one came out, I tried to go back, and I think I did read it, but God, I remember the last one being rough. Yeah. What uh, was the, the title? Princess, the, it's called The Princess of Landover. Yep. So yep. I can see that being shit. That's his spoiler alert. Donna! Um, oh, what? Who would have uh, thought? Yeah, I think, so he, here's the, the full of spoilers. Uh... He ends up finding some sort of like elven like chick that he uh you know bangs and marries and all of of those kind of things and yeah yeah wizards witches demons it's similar sort of I love uh, that shit I structure. want a f- when I read a novel I want to be able to paint it on the side of my van you know <laughs> what I mean that's what I want <laughs> Well, it only feels yeah. So, so I I honestly I don't even know if I recommend it. Like, maybe if you <laughs> if you want to go and have like a childhood type experience of reading through that, but I think as an adult, it would be too rough to go through. Yeah, there's a lot of books uh, that I feel like I could tolerate as a child that probably would not hold up as an adult. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, mm. And so it makes me, (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, for uh, listeners here, it feels like the only way to balance this out is, like, we have to take a hard, hard turn the other way and, like, give ourselves a swirly and and attempt to talk about sports here, right? Yeah, let's talk about traumatic childhood memories (laughs) while we're here. Which, which, by the way, before we go off of that, I want to know uh, if any of you please write in at uh, outoffocuspodcast at gmail.com. Give us, what's your nerd books? Nailed it. You got yeah, it. Look That's at that. The email. That's the plug. Uh, okay, childhood trauma and sports. Say more yeah. about that. Uh, I will also, um, I'm, t- I'm piggybacking off of your little 
uh, send us an email. Um, I want a challenge for you guys who have read Wheel of Time to be able, in less than like 500 words, give me a good plot synopsis that I could read to the world because I'm just sitting here trying to process all the information of 14 books and there's no way. I'm just going to go off on tangents. So do that. Um, and now sports. Back to sports with me. Uh, my earliest sports memory, organized sports as a child, was soccer. Did you ever do that? Oh, yeah. The same same thing. Yeah? How was, how was your soccer experience? Were you amazing? I, no, but uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I I actually ended up being uh, really into it. And I mean, we're talking, like, what ages are we talking here? Like, seven, you six. know? Six. I was uh, six. Yeah. I think, yeah, it was around there till, like, I was... But I did it for a few years, I think, till, like, I was ten or so. And, like, I really enjoyed it. I actually had uh, a great time. And maybe what I'm about to say will work better for our next episode. Uh, the, yes, this is a teaser. The next episode is going to be about cringe and meetings. Um by the way, so, uh, I, how do I put this nicely to pass me? I was an emotional kid and I don't know why, but one of the earliest memories I have of playing soccer, which I loved is I one time usually played as the goalie and, but this time I wasn't the goalie. Why were you somebody, the goalie? Just cause they were like, yeah, that kid can be the goalie. He's fat. JK. <laughs> I wasn't a fat kid. I became fat teenager. So, uh, but they kicked the ball my way, and I was kind of near the goalie, and I blocked it with my hands. And I just remember people being mad at me that I touched it with my hands. So I tucked my arms and my head into my shirt and started crying because people were being assholes to me. Oh. So <laughs> You turtled? <laughs> what? You turtled I yourself? I fucking turtled in front of God and all these people. I just did that. So everyone out there. Oh, um, Jesus. To make me feel better, tell me your turtling stories. <laughs> not, not the kind where you're about to shit yourself. Um, not that kind. <laughs> no. Uh, oh but you just uh, you just had had emotional buildup and decided yeah, to, get, to pop inside and have have some nice lettuce. Let it and, out. Yeah, but for the most part, soccer was great. Um, that was really the last time I think I played an organized sport. <laughs> Yeah. Did you go on to do like peewee, I don't know, you're white, peewee hockey, peewee <laughs> football? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus, have you seen me? Have you seen my body type? You could you could you could body check people in hockey. You could be a bruiser. I'm 59 like You're like 160 pounds soaking wet, right? No. <laughs> I'm 140. You're like 140 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. Well, I was thinking 160 pounds with all the hockey gear. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my, my weighted belt because I'm hardcore. <laughs> Are you uh, Goku? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, so, no, I, I played, I did this soccer thing like you, except I was, uh, I I sometimes play, actually, because I could, Oh my God! We're gonna hear our first New York sirens. Wee, wee, Here wee. they are. I'm not editing that shit out. No way. Oh, no, it does it for me. This is the authenticity of living in New York, people. <laughs> Someone's Giving probably dying experience. outside. <laughs> um, the uh, what the hell was I saying? Sports. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Sorry, I want to go on a tangent. Um, Hit New me. York. Mm -hmm. How jaded have you become to sirens and like people dying and shit? Like, do you still be like, oh, my God, I hope they're OK. Or are you like motherfucker? Tell me. No, it's purely it's pure uh, selfish experience of like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm trying to watch this show. Like, <laughs> can, can we not for five minutes? Can we just can we just have a moment without the sirens? People think. uh there was. I remember. I got told that I would get used to it, and I am not used to it. And really? yeah, it still wakes me up in the middle of the night. Or yeah, if I'm like doing something, uh, Chelsea and I have a bit that we do when we're watching like a movie or a TV show, and you know, it's just 
uh, blaring sirens go by and you can't hear, you know, what you, what you're watching. And we just yeah, turn yeah. to each other like old people. And, what? Oh what? my God. What? <laughs> What'd you say? What? <laughs> Even though we're not talking to each other and just just keep that. That's the only way we stay sane. Aw, cute marriage. So tell um, me about how you like to play with balls. <laughs> uh, only when they're not mine. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, what did I play? I a lot of the times because I could run a lot. Like I, I had uh, decent endurance as a child. I believe uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> that I played like halfback a lot is what they called it. I don't know if that's the real sports term. Oh, is that wait? Is that that's soccer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I wasn't like the forward up there and I wasn't on the defense, but you're basically the um the team that I was playing on. The two guys that were in the middle that oh. would have to just fucking sprint to right. go and help out the defense or go and set up the offense. You were just basically sprinters. That's, I'm going to educate you. Those yeah. are called midfielders because there you're in the middle of the fucking field. Yeah. So, All right. You're welcome. Thanks. Sports. Sports happened. Sports happened. Do you? So that was childhood sports. Uh, yeah. Do you do anything now with sports? Do you? Fuck like, no. No. <laughs> no. I don't. Uh, and this is serious. I. I because people bring it up, especially being on the East Coast. You know, there's a lot of sports teams and a lot of strong feelings towards certain teams <laughs> and others and so anytime that brings it up i just go oh a uh, sports ball no i don't really sports ball like that's that's my thing that i go to what's the easiest way to piss off a new yorker be like go jets or go who do i who do i well, have to cheer for jets are new york fuck go uh, which is ironic but we're not going to get into that irony no Continue. um <laughs> <laughs> i mean you you can any Boston team that you oh, know okay you go for the Patriots, go for Got the it. Red Sox, you know that kind of stuff. Wow, that see, re- and I didn't even know that. That's how much I follow sports. Yeah, well, I mean, you think about it. That's like their next door sort of big metropolitan area rival, or anything in you know Jersey. Jersey, just trash on Jersey like everybody does. Um, do you? play or watch any sports because i don't even watch sports anymore i did as a kid uh i would watch football with the family (laughs) but that was more about eating all the food especially the hot wings oh oh yeah fucking oh my god super bowl hot wings are special they're so good Mm -hmm. um no i don't watch sports well okay I'm Hispanic, so I think it's a legal requirement for me to bandwagon on some teams during the World Cup. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's something I do. Which Who do I you think, throw yourself in with? <clears throat> the white people. Um, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I like uh, the Netherlands, usually. Oh, and uh, you know what? I'm going to take that back. And I also like some African teams. Um, Cote d'Ivoire was pretty good. And Ghana. Ghana did amazing in some of the World Cups. Uh, but I think south american soccer teams are garbage so i'm putting that out there whoa the brazilians are coming for you hey you know what did you ever hear about that seven to one game against germany and brazil i did i am so outside of that but i did i did hear about how they people cried there were literal tears in utah or no uh, yeah, okay, Brazilians I know in Utah were just devastated. You can't bring that up. Uh, I, I I was on Reddit uh, around that time, and I saw people just, like, shit on Germany from Brazil, and they're like, look, our infrastructure's fucked, we have super corrupt government, soccer was our only thing, and you guys took that from us. And you not only took it from us, like, three to two lead, no, you scored seven points, and we scored one. You know, absolute yeah. humiliation. Siren number so. two. Hey, beep, 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 beep. same episode. Yeah. Um. So yes, I watched soccer. Um. And I played soccer when I was a child, but now I've transitioned to more middle class white sports. Right. Oh. It's, yeah, that's what you, you do. Playing tennis. Here. No, actually, the okay. next best thing. 
pickleball. Okay. It's okay. No, <laughs> you're 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 more. Uh, this is where you are going to be way wider than I am. So I get know. get ready to put on your sweater vest. Um, oh my god! What is the difference between like racquetball and pickleball? Oh, there's a giant difference. Um, okay, because to um, me, actually, I think they're both racquetball. I. Uh, I'm going to out myself. I played pickleball yesterday with my dad. Or excuse me, not pickleball, racquetball yesterday with my dad. So All right. I did that. Um, pickleball is like if you smash together tennis and ping pong, right? So it's played outside or I guess inside if you want. But it's played on a smaller tennis court, essentially. And it's played okay. with a wiffle ball and wooden paddles, rackets. Oh, so it's way yeah. different than racquetball. Yeah, yeah. You might be thinking of squash, and I don't know the difference between squash and racquetball. I was. I was thinking of squash. You're welcome. That's how white I am. I know what squash is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How's your 401k? Actually, I just started it. I didn't have one until recently. <laughs> I don't so, have one. Um Yeah. Okay, so, so pickleball, it's a larger ball, smaller court, wooden yep. whacker. Yeah, and a, yep, and a wiffle ball, yep, 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 yep. It's a fun okay. game. I like Are it. Rules-wise, similar to tennis? Pretty similar to tennis. There's a couple of caveats, like there's a section of the court you can't step into unless the ball's going there, and that's called the kitchen, right? For And I feel like you can make a lot of sexist jokes with it. If you're playing with women, um, when you serve the ball, <laughs> you can't make it go in the kitchen. Uh, otherwise, the other team gets to serve shit like that. But it's it's a fun little game. The only reason I play it is because I live in a really suburby HOA and we have a pickleball court in our area. So Oh, Jesus. And then you get to sip on a nice white wine spritzer. Yeah, exactly. Or if I'm feeling real frisky, a little G and T, you know, out in the sun, or a mint julep. I feel like a mint julep is a white lady drink. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or um, or or classy, upper middle class dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you sipping on a G and T right now? You're not my dad. Um, <laughs> I forget that you can see me on video. I know. I love it. Don't get naked. Eh, or we'll do, see how I this goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm thinking about. No, I've never tried pickleball. I remember when I was in undergrad, a friend of mine had access to a racquetball court, and I went and played that one time. That game is fucking intense. It is fucking intense. And I enjoyed it, but it's also like holy shit. Yeah, like, I, uh, uh, <laughs> tell me about your experience. Well, I remember like, it, well, maybe it was, I was just really out of shape at the time and still am, <laughs> but I just remember like, it's such a, the court is relatively small, but yep. you're running like constantly. Oh, everywhere too, you know? And also the speed that you can get that son of a bitch going across the room, the ball, yeah. it is it is a ballistic missile. It's yeah, going I've, to uh, smack you in the face. I play on Saturdays, usually like two hours with my dad. And by the end of it, I just feel like drenched. I feel tired. Uh, but I have a lot of fun playing it. And he's served that ball before and it's hit me on my thigh next to my testicles. And that was really scary. Oh that was one God. of the scariest experiences I ever had in my life. Okay, I feel like I should be on... Um, do you ever watch that show? I shouldn't be alive on yeah. the Discovery Channel. Yeah, that's what I felt like. So <laughs> I shouldn't have made it. I shouldn't have made it out. <laughs> I I do I do have a memory of when I when I was living in Utah and as a kid they opened up a rec center in my old neighborhood. Ooh, uh, and it was super expensive uh, to get a membership there. But you could go in for the day, I think, for a buck fifty. So I used to like always scrounge for quarters and shit wow. like that because my friend they had a 
like a climbing wall. There was a pool, so you what? could go in and swim in there. There was a gym, but you know, as a kid, I didn't care. Track, basketball courts, and then they also had a couple racquetball courts. And we didn't have equipment for anything like that. Uh, but, <laughs> but since they were in the back, the staff would not be around oh. as often. Oh, and there was also a, a kid's like uh, playground, so we would be in there too. Um, did you engage I, in illicit or illegal activity back there, Nick? No, no, no. I'm talking, this is young, like seven. Like, oh, I'm, okay. I'm like, yeah, seven when we're doing this. But we would go to the racquetball court because it's all cool and the acoustics are really interesting in there and the, everything is really uh, smooth and shiny. Um, yeah, yeah. We would go and take super balls back there. Oh, and just slam them against the walls and just have them, you know, like just go fucking flying through the roof and just bounce them between all the walls. See how many bounces we could get without it touching the ground, you know, and then eventually, you know, you try and throw them at the wall to hit your friends. (laughs) That's the natural. That's the natural progression of games among kids. Yeah, Yeah, it, it starts with. Oh, isn't it cool? And then it becomes, oh, can we try and bounce it between the walls a bunch? Can we try and make it bounce from the ceiling to the floor? And then, oh, can I throw it directly at this wall and it hits my friend? That's How can I hurt my friend to make me laugh? Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what it comes down to. And then that's we would nice always get caught and get kicked out. And then we come back the next day with more quarters. Really? They would kick you out for playing with a super ball back there? Well, they would kick us out of the racquetball. Courts. Oh, okay. And then if we were really being dicks, then it was, you can leave. Okay. Get out. Yeah. Um, God, did you ever do, did you ever do any sports that didn't involve a, a ball? Like track or some shit? Because um, you said you were a runner. I was. In soccer. Yeah. yeah, but that's the only thing I ran in. By the time it was like old enough where you could get into track, like in school and stuff like that, that's when I was... Yeah starting to play music and play gigs so i didn't give a shit about anything (laughs) related to sports uh i want to give you an idea of what my high school experience was like Um, okay i was in a garage band i took ap government which automatically put me in a group called the constitution team okay (laughs) not shitting you I almost spit my drink out. I saw. Uh, and I was also, I also did mock trial club. Oh, you didn't. I did. I did. I did all of those. So that's the extent of sports I played in high school. Yeah. You were playing academic sports. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't throw nerd shade at you completely. When I was in sixth, fifth and sixth grade, I was in the chess club. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. That's like OG nerd shit. Yeah. Because I, I just liked playing chess. I suck at chess. I do now. Yeah. Well, I probably <laughs> did then, too, because I was in sixth grade. But I liked playing chess back then. I thought it was a fun <clears throat> game. There is something fun about chess. Um, I get impatient with it. So, okay, here's my nerd superpower. Okay. I'm, I'm good at video games for no reason. You know, like I can pick up a video game I've never played and I can be decent at it. Uh, and then you put a fighting game in front of me and I fucking I'm good at those. I'm super good at those. And I don't play with anybody online because they can kick my ass. But among my friends, I'm super good at those. <laughs> I am the local god. Exactly. Um, but like board games and chess and shit, I am hot garbage at. And I don't know if it's because I... I'm impatient or because video games have melted my brain, but I always lose at chess. No matter how hard I, I try, I just can't win against my wife, my friends. They kick my ass. So, you know, wow. there's my kryptonite and my superpower. There you go. It just made me think uh, I want to I want to throw out um, anybody's sports glory or sports fail stories. I very much want to hear those, especially yeah, from you- childhood. Did you ever cry inside your jersey? Uh, yeah, send did me you that ever, story. Did you ever turtle? Uh, <laughs> I I think I think, and this is uh, this isn't one of those, but I think the time where I felt like the biggest badass was uh, you know the rec sort of soccer team. Yeah. You know, as a kid, like eight or nine, and uh, I think I was playing 
they called it again. I don't know the real names for these, but they were calling it like the sweeper, which was the person at the back of the defenders right before the goalie. It was kind of mm-hmm. like you sort of clean up sort of your last ditch defense before uh-huh. the, they take a shot at the goalie. And I was playing back there and there was there was this one kid we were playing against who he was an animal. Like he could just take shots and he he shot so fucking hard that uh it was tough and that you know they always would try and say like if you can kind of kind of get in the way and take maybe like a body hit on the side Uh, you know uh. and so from him he was just beating the hell out of me all day because he's taking straight (laughs) shots at the goal so I, I, i was taking him to the chest I was taking him to the gut but there was one sequence it was like within two minutes where he took a shot it hit me in the chest, bounces off, you know, back towards him. He hits it again. It hits me in the gut. And I, you know, like double over, but it bounces back. And, you know, then somebody takes it off. And not like less than a minute later, he comes driving it back and wails it again. And it nails me in the side of the face and knocks me down. Like that's how it's a boom, you know, and the ball goes out. But I just like got up and was like, no, let's go and just kept going. And that was my one moment where I was like, I'm cool. I, so, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> I was going to say, so your cool sports story my cool is being a punching story. bag. Yeah. And and amazing. I and and not uh, going out. That was my only sense of you masculinity. You were a man. You were yeah. A man. <laughs> yeah. Sports uh, ball. I don't have. OK, maybe does ultimate Frisbee count? No. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Nope. Uh, I was playing Ultimate Frisbee among friends. Uh, actually, with so there were two friend groups uh, for this one dude. And I was friends with him. And he's like, let's play Ultimate Frisbee. And then he invited his other friend group because he lived like on the border between these two schools, I guess, right? Okay. So he invited his other friend group. And they were fucking assholes. I hated these kids. And he decided to like be on a team with all of them. And... Our friend group had girls in it. He's like, you guys can play with all the girls, right? And they were, I don't know if they were planning on, yeah, I don't know if they were planning on, like, showing off for all the girls or, I don't know, beating girls into submission makes them, makes you sexy to them? I don't know. I don't get it. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, anyway, uh, (laughs) my sports story is that we beat those motherfuckers. Yeah, you did. testosterone-y. Teenage, mm, we 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 creamed them. It was nice. It was fun, and uh, we had girls on a team, and they played great. So, just to clarify, uh, you 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 said you creamed the boys. Uh, yes. Could you say that for me one more time? Uh, I creamed the boys. All right, just gonna get a timestamp <laughs> on that one, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> How how did you not know that I'm setting you up? I for mean, that? I I was hoping you would record me, but. You made my dreams come true. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. How many hot takes do you have of mine now? I haven't sampled any of them out yet, but yeah, I'm I have a list. I have a list. Oh they're coming. You good old Schindler over there. Oh my god. <laughs> well on that note, you can follow us on our social media at at out of focus show on Twitter and Instagram. And send us uh, your stories. Show us. Oh, send us. Send us the photos of you with your nerd books, or or your sports glory days. Let, let's yeah. let's see. Put them on blast. I'll see if I can S- dig some of mine up. See if you can out nerd and out athlete either of us, which I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah, on both sides. Yeah, uh, we we fail at whatever we try to do. Yeah, um, <laughs> constant failures. I'm surprised this podcast is still going. Uh, hit us up. We're not recording focus. anymore. I I just stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> out of focus podcast at gmail.com uh, and go to our website. Um, hopefully, I have it up. Uh, out of focus podcast.com. So that's our show. Uh, thank you for sharing embarrassing stories with me. And I uh, you. thank you for making me feel like I could have taken your lunch money. Oh, you still can take my lunch money. Oh, cute.
then I got my Yu-Gi-Oh cards out and I put this card face down in defense mode because they didn't know that it was really my blue eyes white dragon. 